Welcome to the Finding Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Liz McComish. Just like a seed holds all the knowledge it needs to grow into the plant it was destined to be, I believe you hold all the wisdom within you to create the most amazing life. This is your life to live your way. So welcome to the podcast today. I am going to be talking about nervous system regulation, what it is and why it is so important, not just important, but is actually crucial for any healing that you do in your life. You literally cannot effectively heal trauma imprints unless you know how to regulate your nervous system or you're properly facilitated into regulating your nervous system. So basically, when we have any kind of trauma imprint, it means that we've had a time in our life where our nervous system became really dysregulated. And then through that dysregulation, we create stories about ourselves, right? So um, you may have had um, a time in your life where you really dysregulated because you were in um, class at school and you were shamed about something and you were so dysregulated. Your nervous system was really dysregulated. So remember, dysregulation is when we want to complete a survival response and we're not able to. So in that situation, when you were in the classroom, you may have wanted to run away. You may have wanted to fight the teacher. Um, you know, a number of other different ways that you wanted to sort of deal with that particular incident that happened but because you were little and you felt disempowered in that situation because you couldn't really just get up and run out of the classroom you end up like pretty much like swallowing that dysregulation and it stays within you it stays in your nervous system and it actually creates what's called a retuning of your nervous system so what that means is that every time something like that happens we and we can't complete the response. You know, we don't have anyone to support us through it. We um, we have to like shut ourselves down in order to survive because we feel like we're we're very disempowered in that situation. So this can happen with parents. It can happen with um, being bullied at school. It can happen um, in in relationships. Um, it's usually the very the earlier stuff that sets up these patterns for the rest of our lives. But every time something like that happens, our nervous system starts to retune itself and we start to make decisions about ourselves. So, for example, like with that, the child in the classroom, you know, a, a response that they may have wanted to say was like, no, you know, like set a boundary and say, no, there's nothing wrong with me. Like, I'm not, I'm not bad. And when we can't do that and we're shamed and we sort of, we have to shut ourselves down because we're also disempowered then we can make decisions about ourselves that we're actually we're actually a really bad child or that we're actually like dumb you know we don't have any worth and then that decision carries on through our lives because we end up acting in ways to try and protect that part of ourselves so that part of ourselves which um, so let's say it's, we'll keep going with the bad one because most people have actually had this experience unfortunately but a shame experience of being bad, unworthy, etc., then that stays in our nervous system. It's like a wound, right, that is so raw. And, um, and then we create a survival strategy to 
prevent to try and prevent it being triggered so you might create a survival strategy where you're always the good person you know you always try and be good in everything you do or be positive in everything you do or you might become a really hard worker and you work your guts out to prove yourself in some way so that's a survival strategy that's a layer over that original wounding that you've had and when you get triggered it's like someone stuck their finger into that wound and then all the hurt behind that trigger comes flying out and that's why um, when we get triggered it can feel so out of control because it, it is it's like all the emotion the pent-up emotion from years you know behind that well within that trigger come flying out and unfortunately it's usually at a loved one which can create so many issues in our relationships so this is why um, doing nervous system regulation work and doing your trauma healing work is so important because otherwise we continue to weave past issues into our present moment right so let's say um, you're in a relationship with someone and you have that wounding of feeling like you're a really bad person and then perhaps you know, when you're, when you're tired, when you're feeling run down, which is normally when our triggers become um, kind of even more sensitive or more likely to be pressed and poked um, and to erupt. So, and then your partner says something to you that you then interpret as them thinking that you're a bad person and then you just fly off the handle at them because, it, like I said, all of that energy behind that trigger comes lying out when the, when it's pressed and so that's that's what trauma is and we can have had like thousands of these incidents in our lives that continue to embed themselves in our nervous system when we start to rework ourselves in order to protect all of those wounds that we have and so we create all these parts of ourselves that are trying to protect us in the world and trying to help us to survive in the world right that's what they're doing like they're not they're not bad trust me i promise you if anything you can kind of thank them for being there for you because they've actually helped you to survive but we do also want to be able to get underneath them and get to that original wound and to really lovingly hold space for that original wound but when you have a really highly dysregulated nervous system you can't get in there because your whole system has actually retuned itself to look for certain threats in the environment and so then your survival strategies or the, all those parts are so strong they are like you know they're like the, the most incredible army that you have that keeps everyone at bay or stops those wounds from being triggered now sometimes some of those survival strategies um you know we do things like we might um you know do a lot of compulsive shopping or um, binge eating or drinking or smoking or taking drugs and, and things like that you know they can also form part of the pattern too they all serve a purpose like often i hear people really shaming themselves because they're like well i just feel like i have to go home and have a drink you know don't shame yourself it's a way that you've self-medicated like obviously if you want to break that pattern then amazing you know do it but understand that it's actually served you a purpose right it's helped you to survive and it's helped you to get to where you are today with the things that you've been through so 
um, you know, when we talk about survival strategies and also um, things that are, you know, like substances we might be using to try and um, just dull the pain down, dull the ache down a little bit, they're like band-aids. So we don't want to rip them off, right? Like we don't want to just go, right, that's it. Like I'm not going to do any of this anymore because it can actually send you into even more dysregulation. If you are doing things like you're stopping using a substance, like, you know, obviously you'll want to have other supports in place. So those other supports help you to stay um, loved and nurtured and in a space where you feel supported enough that you can do it. Because if you just literally rip band-aids off all over the place by yourself, then it becomes like, you know, don't, don't do that to yourself. Like don't just, it's like sending yourself out to war with, with no, like, with no machinery, right? With like nothing to protect you. Please don't do that, okay? You, you want to end up in this space where, you know, your whole nervous system can be supported enough that it can, um, like, see the light that exists beyond whatever things you've been using to try and support yourself. And so nervous system regulation, like, when we do practices that help us to regulate our nervous system, what they do is they bring us into a safe place in our nervous system. So all our survival strategies and all the things that we do, they're not actually safe. They're just like armor that we have to protect us. But we want to come into a safe place. So my um, teacher who I trained in trauma therapy with, Dr. Casey Terry, in the whole first module, she was just like, you cannot move on with a client until they can come into a safe place in their nervous system. And it's so true. Like with my one-on-one clients now, I never, I will never move on until I know that they can find safety in their nervous system. And I facilitate them into that place. And um, what happens when we go into safety, remember, it's the opposite of what originally sent you out into these survival strategies, right? Like you felt unsafe. That's where you had your trauma. You felt unsafe. You felt disempowered. You felt dysregulated. And then it continues to be triggered every time you feel unsafe. So that's when your survival strategies just sort of like pop up and they become really, really strong. So what we want to do is create incredible safety within your nervous system so that all those survival strategies don't need to come up. Now, this is really important because we do want to work with the survival strategies, absolutely, but we don't want them taking over. When we're in a safe space, we can see them more for what they are. And then in terms of trauma work, we end up bringing the trauma into the safe place in order to alchemize it, right? In order to retrain our nervous system to understand that it is, can be safe, that it doesn't need that particular trauma anymore, that it doesn't need that particular survival strategy anymore. But this is such um, like a precious and sacred space to to work in. You know, um, there's, yeah, every single time that I see like all this healing work that's going on, I'm like, well, you know, are they actually creating this resource first? Are they bringing their their people into this resource in their nervous system are they creating safety before they go anywhere else and with anything like you literally your healing is not going to work unless 
you are, you are able to come into a safe place in your nervous system. Plant medicine, right? Plant medicine is incredible, but unless you can come into a baseline of a resource in your nervous system, it can re-traumatize you. So what I mean by re-traumatization is that if we just go and follow that path of the survival strategy and the dysregulation and we follow that down and we just go into that zone, we're actually just strengthening that pathway. So we're re-traumatizing ourselves. What we want to do is create this baseline or this resource, which is the safe place, and bring that back into the safe place. We're not going down the path of re-traumatization. We're not going down the path of following that survival strategy all the way out into no man's land, basically. You know, we're not trying to strengthen that pathway. We don't want to go into it and just bring up all this trauma and then just wallow in the trauma. It doesn't work. It literally doesn't work. And even when we are working on alchemizing traumas, we do it in the smallest amounts, which is called titration. Tiny, tiny, tiny amounts. We bring tiny amounts into our safe place, work with it, and then we come back and drop back down into resourcing, right? Then we come back into it a bit and then back into our resource, then back into it a bit and back into our resource. And the whole time this is done in such a safe and loving way. This is not about just screaming and shouting and kicking it out. And it's not about that. It's a slow, sacred process. So when you learn how to regulate your nervous system, what happens is you learn how to start to bring yourself back into that safe place. You learn how to resource yourself so that your nervous system can start to see that as a safe place, right? And when you start to do that, you start to retune your nervous system. So when our nervous system has been tuned towards looking for threat in our environment all the time, which most people's nervous systems are, and even if you had a beautiful childhood and um, you know loving parents and really no major traumas that happened in, in your life at an early stage, you've like we've all been through like the last few years of crazy, crazy crazy shit in the world i'm talking like covid for goodness sake like that was the most wild trauma for every single person and what was even harder about covid actually was that normally when our nervous system is used to like being able to orient towards um a particular predator right so if um if someone's threatening us for example we can see them we know they're there and then our nervous system responds to them. So you might run away, you might lash out, you might fawn. You know, it, just, it just depends on where you're at and what you do. But with COVID, we couldn't see the predator. So we couldn't orientate ourselves towards it and go, that's what it is. Do, 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 do. This is how I'm going to deal with this particular threat that has come into my life. Instead, we all went into this constant state of horrific anxiety and what was it going to be? What was it going to look like? You know, were people close to me? Were they going to die? Um, who was going to get sick? Were my children going to get sick? Was I going to get sick? Like, what was it going to mean? Was I going to be in ICU? Like, how long would this go on for? What was going to happen to me financially? Like, all these things that came up for us was just huge traumas. And also, 
seeing all the images from around the world of things that were going on in other places. And since then, everything that's happened, like wars, inflation, the housing crisis, these are all massive traumas to us. And we actually have like a collective nervous system. So there's, you know, we all like communicate below our conscious awareness. So whenever I walk into a room with anyone else, their nervous system is reading mine and mine is reading theirs. And it's below our conscious awareness. And my nervous systems makes my nervous system makes decisions about someone else depending on what my trauma history is. So if I have had a lot of trauma that's gone on in my life, then my nervous system, my unconscious, starts to make decisions about all of my environments that actually might be incorrect. And this is another way that dysregulation can cause so much like heartbreak in our lives. I mean, you know, like if you're a person who um, is very suspicious of other people, for example, like you, you might find in a relationship that you really struggle because you are, your nervous system is tuned towards other people doing the wrong thing by you. So you're always looking for that in your partner and it's largely unconscious. But what happens is that all these thoughts and these analysis come up and then you create stories in your head about what they're possibly doing. Or you might be a super jealous person. You know, you might have traumas around um, feeling very um, overlooked when you were a child or, um, you know, you may have had... Um, a parent who had lots of affairs. Um, so you have you have like learned this way of being where you just your nervous system has made decisions about what happens in the world. And then that happens at quite an unconscious level, but you can see that that would then send up all these all these feelings and these thoughts around what our partner might be doing. So we have these feelings of insecurity and then we have these thoughts of, well, are they doing that? Are they doing this? Are they doing that? Like, have you ever stalked someone's ex on social media? That's like jealousy. That's like paranoid, being paranoid about what might go on in that relationship. And I'm not shaming you, please. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do at all. But it's showing you that you have dysregulation. You have traumas around um, trust in relationships. And that is is like lives in your unconscious even if you're consciously aware of it it lives in your unconscious and it's continuously coming up for you and coming into the present moment so here's where nervous system regulation is really important again because when you understand this and you can start to regulate your nervous system when you go down that pathway rather than going i'm gonna go and stalk <laughs> i'm gonna go and stalk that x like every social media channel that I can find, you go, oh my gosh, I've just had all of this come up for me again. I am now going to regulate my nervous system and bring myself back into safety. So I start to retune my unconscious patterning around this particular incident. Because remember, even if it's in our conscious awareness, it's still our unconscious that is driving it every single time. It's just like, picking just comes flying up it's like these layers that happen within us sometimes we have stuff that's just completely unconscious right 
I had something that came up for me recently that I went, oh, and a friend pointed it out to me, you know, that I was doing this thing over and over again. And she actually, she actually said to me, like, and I was like, ouch, she actually said to me, you, you poke and you prod, and then when the outburst happens, you make yourself a victim. And I went, oh, ouch, that really, really hurts. But it was so unconscious for me that when she brought that to me and mirrored that to me, I was able to go, wow, and bring it into my conscious awareness and then use that conscious, like use my conscious awareness of an unconscious pattern that I had to start to regulate myself whenever that came up again. So it'd be like, oh, here it comes, right? I know this is coming because I know that my behaviors around this will show me that I'm feeling dysregulated right now. Because our behaviors always show us, right? Any kind of behavior that is sort of extreme or is um, <clears throat> controlling or manipulative or um, anything like that will always show us that we've got dysregulation because we're trying to change an environment around us because we don't feel safe. So to notice that like unconscious um, patterning and watch it come up, watch the behaviors that come from it, and then use our nervous system regulation to create safety, starts to retune our nervous system. And this is life-changing stuff. Like I said, it's the foundational building block for anything else that you are going to do. You need to understand how to regulate your nervous system. And when you get really efficient at it, you can, you can use it when you are feeling really super triggered and you can literally stop yourself from creating damage in your relationships because that's what happens in our relationships. When we get triggered, we end up creating so much damage. You know it. You know, I know it. I've been there. You know, you've been there. We've all been there. Like, let's, let's be real. Let's, let's be honest here. We all get triggered. We all do stuff that we know damages our relationships. And it's really sad because, you know, when we have people in our lives that we really love, like, you know, they've got their own trauma as well. They've got their own stuff going on too. But do we really want to, like, our imprints to meet each other and merge and create this fractious, like, sludge? I don't know if sludge can be fractious. That was like a, that was not a good analogy, that one. Let's say like, like, let's just say like deep sludge, shitty sludge, right? Do we really want to our trauma imprints to meet each other and create really shitty sludge? Because I have seen relationships fall apart because of that. And with people who really actually have so much love for each other, like their hearts are just beautiful. But because of their trauma imprints meeting each other, them triggering each other, then their survival strategies like attacking each other and trying to control and manipulate and point the finger and all the rest of it, they end up falling apart and often falling out of love with each other because it ends up there's too much damage, there's too much wounding and it's just too much. And that's really, really sad. And when you are able to regulate your own nervous system, what happens is you stop yourself from falling into the shitty sludge. 
Like you can actually pull back when you're about to jump in and start doing your synchronized swimming in the shitty sludge. <laughs> like, and like, look at me going here. Look at all the diving I can do. Look at my back flips. Like, look at my front flips. Like, you can, you just want to stay out of the shitty sludge, right? You don't want to go there. You want to be able to step back from it and go, wow, I'm about to jump into shitty sludge. And I don't want to do that because I know once I jump in there, I'm part of the problem. And then I've got to try and find my way out of there. And the, one of the worst things is that when we get super triggered, like all the shame will come up afterwards as well. The shame that we had from the original trauma that we had, that's all going to come up as well. And if we've had traumas that have layered upon each other, which most people do, that's all going to come up too. And so then you've got to sit in shame for a while. And then when you're in shame, you're either going to like, you know, you're either going to like really attack yourself on some level, like whether you go and drink a lot, eat a lot, criticize yourself, feel like a loser, or if we have shame, we can attack the other person. Or you might get in your car and start yelling at other people. It's just, it, it doesn't just go away. So when we can regulate ourselves, we can start to live a conscious life. Being in a state of dysregulation is living unconsciously. You want to be able to live a conscious life. We've all got stuff to heal. I have. You have. Everyone has got stuff to heal. We need more than anything else right now, every single person in the world, to start to do their own nervous system work. If we did that, our world would be like magical. It really would. But... Here's the trick, because like, I know you're thinking to yourself, well, not everyone's going to do it. Like, there's some assholes out there who are never going to do their work. True. That's absolutely true. Okay. But if we get a majority, then suddenly nervous system regulation or regulated people become the majority, which means we start living from a conscious place rather than continuously living from an unconscious place and continuing to traumatize each other and ourselves. Nervous system regulation will change your life. I promise you, once you learn how to do it, you learn how to bring the dark into the light and work with it. Work with it. Hold yourself. Like really hold yourself in that space without jumping into the shitty sludge. So I have a nervous system reset coming up. It starts on the 12th of August is 28 days. Um, it's online, so you can do it from anywhere in the world. And it is going to teach you all about nervous system regulation, but not only that, about how to actually bring it into your life, like habits that you can create, but also tools that you can use. And I have some amazing presenters. Like I'm so stoked with the people who have come on to present. So, um, they really are incredible. So um, in the show notes, you will there's a link there so you can have a look at it if you want to. I highly recommend it. It's really worth checking out because like I said, once you learn about nervous system regulation, you are able to bring the unconscious into your conscious awareness. And when you do that, you step into your power. And when you step into your power, you can live a conscious life. You can make decisions to live the life that you want to live, not a reactive life where you are completely reacting to triggers all the time. Please don't do that. 
you will waste your entire life. You'll end up on your deathbed going, what the hell was that? And you don't want to do that. You want, like I want for you, that you lie on your deathbed and you go, wow, I gave that my best shot. I gave it every single thing that I had. I went to the depths of my being and I pulled out everything and I worked with it and I loved myself and I really met my relationships with total authenticity and total vulnerability and I was able to show up with conscious awareness of both the the light and the dark that I bring to every single relationship in my life. Lots of love to you. Thanks for being here. Mwah.